All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. As always, today's sponsor is Authors Unite. And if you want to become a successful author, Authors Unite is the place to go. So head on over to AuthorsUnite.com to check out a free case study that will teach you how to do exactly that. And now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Uh, today, I have Steve Foran with us. He's the author of Surviving to Thriving, The 10 Laws of Grateful Leadership and the founder of Gratitude at Work, where he works with organizations that want to build positive, productive, engaged cultures. So welcome to the show, man. Tyler, thanks. Great to be here. Of course, grateful to have you on. So we want to get to know you first. So the first one I got for you, what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Well, it, it, it's the story that has kind of got me to where I am here today. I grew up the uh, oldest of five. Uh, I'm an electrical engineer. And you know, part of this oldest thing, where are you and your family, Tyler? Oldest, middle, young? Uh, I'm at, yeah, the oldest that I have one younger brother. Okay, oldest, so still oldest. Like responsibility yeah. for me was a big value, right? You had a lot of expectations. You want something to happen in the world, you made it happen, right? So mm -hmm. this is my upbringing, my, my whole f f worldview is around this. And uh, so I was the, uh, the quintessential self-made man. And whether my success were big or small on whatever scale, it doesn't really matter, but whatever they are, I was the one who did it. And, I, I, and that was the belief I have. And I was always positive. Like for example, if I ran into someone on the street or, or not ran into, if I, someone on the street and they were begging for money, panhandling, my attitude, get a job. This is my money. I earned it. You want money, you go get it. That was me. 15 years ago, uh, I had this aha moment where I realized my life was handed to me on a silver platter. And, and so the, and I didn't travel to the developed world. I didn't have this tragedy befall me. I just came to this gradual realization of all these things, my parents and people in the community and teachers and all these things that led me to where I am today. And it just brought this overwhelming sense of gratitude into my life. And so really what I learned, none of us are self-made. Mm. Got it. Okay. Um, and then what is the most, and I'm excited for your answer here because I feel like culture, especially that word and just like, it's kind of becoming a thing. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk, but he was talking about the importance of culture and companies as they grow. Um, so what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? Well, like gratitude is my mistake. So I help, you know, organize it. I teach this one simple principle be grateful, how to be grateful and, you know, and then actually do it and, and underlying the research and the research in this field has exploded in the last 15 years. Um, what we know is of all the positive character strengths that contribute towards a, a thriving life. And there's 24 of them that, uh, that, uh, that, that psychologists have identified um, the number one predictor of living a flourishing, thriving life because you know who's going to work on 24 if you could just work on one your best 
thing to work on is building a grateful frame of mind. So it's, it's critical. Yeah. And then what's your best piece of overall business advice? So not necessarily industry specific, you know, um, I don't want to say trust your gut. I want to say trust your knower, you know, because when I, I quit my job to start doing this and, you know, to start my own company and teaching this and you could have all the facts and the pros and the cons. And then there was just deep down inside, you just know. And for an engineer, that's something really weird too, because, you know, we need facts, but it was, yeah. You know what I'm saying, right? And it's good because when you're going across the bridge or you're in a building, you want to know that that's it, that the, that it's not just trust, but um, is to trust your knower, that part of you that you can't explain it out. You just, there's no, there's no necessarily logic to it, but trust it. And then, um, so my next one for you is if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? Be less judgmental. Ah, okay. And I probably could use it today still too. I wonder if, you know, a lot of the answers to that question, people would, could probably still apply it to themselves today. Cause I know for me, be, <laughs> less, be less judgmental. So you just pay attention to this question as you're asking it too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's advice that I should be giving myself today too, Tyler. And I take, and I do, I really try to take it because I have that tendency to judge. All right. So now let's get to, uh, which I think, you know, definitely gratitude and happiness, I think go hand in hand. So, but I'm excited for your answer on this. I'm not the expert here. In your opinion, what is the key to happiness? Yeah, it, it is being grateful and, uh, you know, let go of judgments, accept it's, and grateful isn't about just this blind or Pollyanna view of the world that, Ah, da, 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 and you're flying around ignoring it's it's not it's being able to 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 see the good and to know the good that is around in the midst of chaos in the midst of tragedy and and happiness is it's more than this euphoric feeling like true happiness eudaimic happiness is this happiness that's rooted in contentment and joy and peace and gratitude is the it's the key to it i you know mm-hmm. not just yeah well i can even just say for my own life I, have you ever heard of the five minute journal yes or, yeah yes yeah, uh, they're actually uh two two canadians that that invented that that journal they're friends of mine um and uh i i was using it for a while i still do it sometimes it's it's weird it's like I don't want to say I don't need to do it anymore because that's not accurate, but like it's almost conditioned me to just view things like I'm just grateful for things almost naturally now. And, it, and what it took is like every morning I'd write three things I'm grateful for and every night I would do the same thing. Yes. So it's like your whole, if, if, every, if your morning starts with focusing on gratitude, your night starts uh, with focusing on gratitude into your sleep, it's like you, you after a month or two, your brain is kind of tra- trained to like see the things that you're grateful for. And it really is interesting. Like it, 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 you see the world differently. You definitely, and you're, you're right, Tyler, because that's what you do when you, when you're journaling like that and not just thinking about it. Cause the it's, it's like thinking about going to the gym and actually going to the gym, the yeah. going to the gym builds the muscles and you rewire the neural pathways in your brain when you're writing those things. And it makes your brain more attuned to, to see the good that's around because through thousands of years of human evolution, we 
we're, we're, we've been focused on the negative and the brain is hypersensitive to negative stimuli. So we, re, we don't need any practice in finding the bad things that are going on. <laughs> yeah. we, we don't because they, they come at us. So, um, you know, that three, three in the morning, three at night, if you can turn the news off, that's really going to help you too. But, um, you know, really that practice of gratitude enables you to see the good in the world that's around. And so that when crappy things happen, you know, what we know is that, you know, happy, truly happier people and grateful people, you are, you're able to reframe it and make sense of it in different ways. And so you're able to draw on your resources to deal with the problems and the challenges you have from a positive frame of mind, not a negative frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, Oh yeah. And I couldn't agree more about the news. My gosh, the news is like, it's crazy, man. <laughs> it's crazy here too. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't watch the news. I don't watch it. Yeah, If you start your day every morning with that, that would be literally the opposite of starting your day with gratitude. <laughs> I, the, the news I start my day with, I read 10 to 20 other people's gratitudes every single day. Dude, that's sick. That's right? <laughs> I want to feed me. And because you know, when I do that, do you know what I, I'll read someone. It's like, oh my goodness. I thought I had to figure it. Look, I never thought of that. And it, yeah. it just helps me see things that I take for granted. So now let's talk about books. Yeah. What is the best book that you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from it? Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a really powerful question. And, and I read this book for the first time when I was in high school and I have, oh man, I don't know why. I don't know why I read it, but it, it was uh, Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I was not trying to win friends and influence people when I was in high school, but I read it and it profoundly changed how I thought about people and the world and my place in it. Um, and I learned that, you know, pe- you know, and you genuinely want to treat other people as if they're the most important person, not to manipulate them, just to honor their human dignity. I've read the book three or four times since. And I've got got a 1950s uh, edition too. So it's written in this really arc. Like if you were to read it, it, there's no way it would hit the publishing stands today if it was written in this language because of the way it's positioned as like the dominant male and everything's written around men at work and women at it. But, uh, you know, his message... It, it transcends. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that book is like, that's one of the foundational books, you know, isn't uh, it? I would say, I can tell you this because I've done almost 1300 of these interviews that, that that's probably the, the number one uh, book that people say. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. I, don't, about- I don't, it's interesting. It's just like kind of how you said, like, I, I don't recall how it came across like my world, but it, but it did. And it was one of those books that like, got me to dive deeper. Like now I read, I do like one to two audio books a week now. Yeah. And, and it started with like that one, the four hour work week, thinking grow rich by Napoleon Hill. Like those are my first few that like got me like really curious. And then I just went on a binge the past like six, seven years. <laughs> yeah. I, it's like, well, the, uh, as a man thinketh, Napoleon, like, uh, think and grow rich and how to win friends and influence people. There wasn't a lot of, else around, in and around that time. There's probably some other books in there, but those three books cover off 
a huge amount about what we're writing today. We're going deeper in some areas with them, but uh, very powerful uh, messages that, uh, that, that are in them. Mm-hmm. Now tell us your favorite quote and why. It came out of that book. Um, it, it did. Um, and I'm not going to get it correctly because I'm going from memory, but you know, Dale Carnegie said, when you meet somebody, imagine they're wearing a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. Mm. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, should, I should reread that again. <laughs> no, it's stuff right there. Great. You ask great questions. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, dude, this was a lot of fun. I, the only other one I got for you, we got to roll it out for you. Where can our listeners best connect with you, find your book, and anywhere else you'd like them to check out? Oh yeah. Come to my website. It's gratitude at work.ca. Um, the, my checkout, if you want a personally signed copy of the book, um, in Canada through my checkout, you can do it in the, I don't know. My checkout doesn't work with us addresses and or international addresses. The book's available on, uh, on Amazon. Uh, if you want a personally signed copy, send me an email and we can, there's a way we can make it work. So, uh, okay. but, through my website, Best Way, Tyler. And thanks, thanks for your time. Really enjoyed being on the show with you and wish you lots of success. Thank you, man. You too.